Oh, all right. Yeah. So, um, all right. Welcome to episode one of Movie Masters Podcast. So, I am one of your three hosts, uh, Josh. <laughs> and with me, I've got uh, two of my friends and coworkers. So, uh, I've got Zachary. What's up? Uh, just coworker. Uh, yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah, that's not embarrassing at all. And on the other side, I've got Avery. Say, say hi to everybody, Avery. A.K.A. ASAP. That's your boy. All right, cool. Can everybody uh, silence their phones? Is that okay? Is that? Am I the only professional here? My silence. What was that? Someone Average. just chirped. That wasn't me. All right, cool. So let's just move <laughs> on. All right. So uh, we are just three guys, uh, not friends, but just coworkers, apparently. And uh, we decided to come together to really just bring you guys our thoughts on some of our favorite movies and new movies that came out and uh like uh, uh, how did this actually start really like how would you how would you say how would you summarize your experience avery so i came into work one day okay. and i saw you and zach talking about a podcast yeah you know we talk about movies and how you want to talk about different things and different kinds of movies and stuff like that on a podcast and i was just like wow he really gonna leave me out and then uh and then I got invited, so that was uh, that's how it happened. Wow, all right, yeah, that's not how I remember it. Say, but, yeah. What about you, man? How do you, how do you remember this? Yeah, thing? so I was just chilling, sitting at my desk, trying to be the best worker I can be, and oh, okay. Uh, okay. Josh just came over and offered to uh, invite me on this journey of uh, doing a podcast and hopefully branch out to other things. And I was like, you know what? I ain't doing nothing. I'm on board. That's a very inspirational story. <laughs> yeah, um, for me, like I've, I've always been a big movie buff, and uh, I used to do reviews just for fun for my friends online. And uh, a guy I used to go to school with, who is like you know pursuing his own interests, uh, asked me to like get on board and write some articles for him, and to help him uh, like manage his social media accounts. And uh, it kind of just occurred to me that you know I want to do something for myself as well, like. Uh, in addition to helping him, I want to do something uh, that, that follows my vision. And so that's really where the idea came from. And these two guys, uh, you know, we just always talk about movies, right? Like the second we just show up, it's, hey, did you see this? Did you see that? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it just seemed natural for, for the three of us to do this thing together. Um, well, I mean, you kind of talked about how I invited you all, but, like, what made you all actually want to do it? Y'all were just like, I mean... He showed up and said, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not busy. So, <laughs> but, uh, like, what what actually made y'all want to do it? Shoot, yeah. to be honest, um, like, I've always been really interested in, like, making videos and expressing my opinion to other people via social media or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually t- taken the time to, like, do it. <laughs> like, I'm just really lazy, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah. when I when I heard that you wanted to do like a group thing where we just sat and talked about movies, I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And yeah. uh, so then I ordered all the stuff and wasted a bunch of money, and now we're here. And now we're here, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I just like just to go into movies. Honestly, I always go to the big blockbusters, even movies that I know are trash, uh, aka the Nun. Would never forget that movie. <laughs> <I'm> awful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just like going to movies and everything. And then down for a podcast, all my moves. I was like, shit, I'm down for it, you know? 
And then I also just love to hear my voice. So when it's all said and done, I get to listen to myself talk over and over. Yeah, I think somewhere deep down, that's really what the reason is for all three of us. We're just like, oh, I get to talk and listen to myself. I love it. Yeah, I hate my just, voice so much. Yeah. <laughs> all right, dope. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so today, what we wanted to do for you guys is just, um, as part of this introduction to, to our channel, is um, talk about our favorite films. So uh, let's go, um, I don't know, in... in, in all right, yeah, we'll start with, with you, Zachary. So you have a an interesting pick as as one of your favorite films or the film you wanted to talk about today. Yes. So, so um, I tried to switch it last second uh, to Don and the Planet of the Apes. Listen, that's not what I asked you. What What is the movie <laughs> we're talking about here today, right now? Let's go. Yeah, uh, it is uh, Avatar by uh, James Cameron. Hmm. People call it overrated, but if you ask me, it's one of the best films that were ever made. Okay, follows yeah. a uh, guy. Cripple, actually. Brother gets killed, ran up. Let me slow your roll just a little. Oh, Wait, oh. Oh, right, right. Give a quick synopsis. Synopsis? Let's assume for some reason people haven't seen the highest grossing film oh, okay. of all time. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, dude looking for a second chance on a different world, and he gets more than he's bargained for. That is a terrible way to <laughs> summarize that film. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. Not good. I have no idea what you're talking about. And I saw the movie plenty of times. Yeah, let me let me help you out. So it's kind of about Are you guys. <laughs> so Are you guys uh, familiar with the yeah. story of Christopher Columbus? Mm, yeah, yeah, or yeah, or yeah. Pocahontas, yeah, okay, yeah. Or Pocahontas. right, or Ferndale. Well, when, when when Christopher Columbus touched down on the quote unquote New World, you know what he said? The people look like howdy blue people. No, he did not. Avatar. Read, Were you there? Read, read it. Read it. Did you read, read it? Read what? Read, <laughs> <laughs> internet, did blue mean something different? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it meant something different. Okay. And then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like, <laughs> what? Do right, the man. research, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, Avatar got a bunch of blue people, natives of this new world. And what do these natives have? Unobtainium. That's a terrible name, by the way. I co-signed with my uh, friend Josh says about that. It's name. a real thing, though. It, it is? Yeah. Unobtainium. Like scientists in real life use it. But that's besides the fact. <laughs> yeah, it's besides the fact. All right, continue. Yeah, man. Go ahead. So, so yeah. So a person comes to the new world, you know, trying to be just like his brother, trying to get his quote unquote legs back, and he just uh, gets swept up into this battle between the natives and the people from Earth. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So, what what are what made you pick it? Like, what's some of the things that you Okay. Really well, to me, I thought it was just a very beautiful movie at the time, uh, in 2009, and I saw it yesterday. I was like, you know what? It still holds up today. I felt like it was kind of telling of what happened in history, per se. Like I just say that Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Come on, Avery. <laughs> All right. Let's call him Avery. Come on, Eugene. <laughs> Christopher Columbus pulls up to a new world and starts, you know, he's, I guess he's per se tried to talk to the natives and try to establish some sort of communication or dialogue and that did not work out as we all know and uh, it didn't really work out in this movie as well as one of the main characters sister gets off as a child you know what I'm saying at a school okay and uh what else Wait, like, what movie is this this is Avatar still like, <laughs> <laughs> his, his sister got lost. murdered at yeah, school yes uh, ladies, I don't remember and, that. ladies and gentlemen I am the only one at this podcast that recently watched the movie just saying I'm the only one that did the homework um 
So, uh, is this like the longest synopsis ever? I mean, you, you asked me. You're giving favorite. me like a yes, Cliff Notes version you of this movie. You asked me about my favorite parts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, acting was pretty good. You know what no. I'm saying? It wasn't. No. You did. <laughs> you did think so? They literally cast an Australian to play <laughs> an American disabled marine. Are we? <laughs> Are you kidding me? The, hold on a second. Does anybody here watch The Walking Dead? What? The Walking Dead. Yes, Absolutely yeah. not. Yes. I have. Yeah. He's not you know, Rick, you know Rick Grimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's British, right? I do. You know Sophia Turner? You know the dude. The, not the dude. The, the chick. Dude. You're making the, like... The, you know the chick that's from Game of Thrones? Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't yeah, watch that okay. movie. Okay, well, whatever. Play. Uh, yes, plays, has an American accent, but she's actually a Brit as well. well you know so Christian Bale's uh, so, British. So, you, so your argument <laughs> yeah. is completely pointless. That's what I'm Yeah, but the point is he does not keep the accent through the whole movie. Mm. He starts out as an American Marine. Okay. And towards the end of the movie, you're like, is this dude Australian? Is he British? Yeah. Who yeah. is this guy? And I'm actually glad you brought that up because I feel like this is a good opportunity to talk about how immigrants keep taking our jobs. Right? Uh-huh. About all these Australians and these British people taking these American jobs. No? Not, not a good time to be <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll circle Cut back to it. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's eyes just got like really big. Like, <laughs> like whoa, whoa. I felt like the man's uh, trials and tribulations were also uh, pretty uh, good about the movie as he's trying to learn about the people as well as he's trying to learn about the blue people, the Nadi, as they like to call themselves. Yeah. But he's also trying to stay on the side of his own people. He's not trying to betray them, but he also doesn't want to betray the Nadi. So he's caught, you know what I'm saying, at a crossroads. And I'm not going to say anything, but the homie did smash uh, a woman that was about to get married. So they also caused some um, problems in the movie as well. Um, Homie done. Uh, Wait, this is why you like it because he oh, smashes oh, no. the blue. No, no I'm, you know, there's a lot of like tangents I'm just going off of. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then what else? Though? Like, oh yes, last but not least, the fight scenes. Everybody comes together to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like Avengers. Just like Avengers, but a whole lot better. You okay. know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you, you got. <laughs> okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Let you, know finish, what I'm yeah. you got these flying dragons coming out of nowhere, fucking people up. You got this man, one man army, and his whole army. You know what I'm saying? Like Rambo. All right. You got one people. man army and his whole army. His <laughs> two whole armies. Damn near. Exactly. You know, you got people dying left and yeah. right. People getting slaughtered. But you know what? This man finds in himself to rise above that and become the new leader of the Navi. Okay, so. Are you, are, are you finished? Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. All right. So, um, I kind of want to bring up something that you just said, right? Yeah. All right. So, let me, let me just start off by saying I watched Avatar when it first came out. I mm-hmm. think I saw it two or three times when it first came out. It was like a big deal, right? It was like the CGI fest and James Cameron took 15 years to make it or whatever. I saw it and I, I kind of enjoyed it. And uh, later, I watched it again and... I think after like all the novelty of, of like how good the graphics were for the time, like wore off, I was totally not really all that interested anymore because um, kind of like, yeah, what, he already picked it up. Sam Worthington, I think, just sucks all of the energy out of the scene he's in. Like he's just like a, like a, I don't know, a dramatic leech. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he starts talking and I immediately lose interest and they keep casting him, him in a... Jai Courtney, who's the other Australian, they keep putting in lead roles, and they're just not, they're not good. They're yeah. not good at all. Uh, um, except for Chris Hemsworth, he's okay. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Right? Well, he when he's not Thor, he doesn't do well. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. I've seen yeah. him in Men in Black. <laughs> I'm not going to go see that. Exactly. Well, well there you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Sam Worthington is just not, not that good at all. And kind of like what you bring up at the end, so that was always 
one of my issues is like the whole, you know, like are like are you familiar with like the whole white savior trope? It's like yeah, you know, Last Samurai, you know, mm-hmm. even Batman and Doctor Strange to a degree. It's like Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. He's a white guy that travels to Asia to learn something that people have been doing for centuries, and is suddenly the best at it. Well, yeah, it's established in the comic books that he is the, the best at it. So what's the problem? Oh, so in the comics, it's also the white savior. Like that doesn't mean <laughs> like I'm, they I'm just, just did just, it in the I'm, comics. I'm just too. saying, like they just take yeah. it from the comic books. Batman and, too. Like he travels to Asia and he's. Like, he's there for, what, 10 years? But there are people born there, right? There are people literally been doing what he's been doing all their life, and he's just better than them. Iron Fist, the same story. And the same thing happens in Avatar. It's like, he shows up, and these, you know, these tribal people throwing sticks and stones and shit. Oh. And, like, he suddenly is the best one. And apparently it was just as easy as jumping on the thing's back and putting your hair in it. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one to try it, I guess. <laughs> Plug but, in your little USB cord. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, his fucking lightning cable just oh. puts it in there, and he's good to go. And uh, everyone's like, "Dope, thanks!" Like we couldn't have done it without you. And I'm just—I feel like they could have. I feel like they could have did it without. Okay. Um, is Last Samurai a bad movie? No. It's not a terrible movie. Okay, it's, it's not the worst. I movie mean, yeah. Movie. I mean, it's a, it's a good movie. And then what was that? You said Batman. Yeah. Was that Batman a bad movie? The first one, right? Which one? All three of them are the best ever. Every single Batman is the same. So what's the problem here? What's the problem? (laughs) Well, the problem is there's not an original storyline. James Cameron took 15 years to steal everyone else's storyline. Not not original storyline. They got it from a comic book. Avatar? No, what? Hold on. We're talking about Avatars on Charter, not Batman. I was, yeah, but I just, just brought that up to illustrate my point. Oh yeah, Avatar. but I, I'm just saying, like, they're not they're not bad movies. I don't think Avatar's a bad movie. I'm standing by that. Also, you talking about originality and shit like that. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, Batman has been borrowing. What? Where, where did Batman come from? The comic books. Okay, but the okay. thing is, is that source material? That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Batman <laughs> isn't trying to be original. Yeah, that they, argument doesn't work for Batman. Like, he's, at the beginning of every movie, they put. DC Comics. They source yeah. their content. Are Avatar you, is trying to be original. You're calling Batman films a ripoff of their own comics? Yeah. <laughs> We're not even on Batman yet. Okay. Get back well, to Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's not take. Let's not let the whole little white savior thing take away from it being just a decent. Okay, good movie in my my eyes. Decent film in other people's eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I think we just get into the whole nitpicking thing. Okay. Look, this dude is caught between his world and a new world. Okay. Which one does he want? Okay. Which one will he save? All right. And ultimately, he saves the new world, the Navi people. All right. <laughs> <We're both satisfied. laughs> that satisfied grin at the end. Jesus. Like, case closed. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I did try to retract my movie statement by going with Don of the Planet of the Apes. You can't much, argue with us and then, <laughs> and then cop it away at the end. A like, much better movie, but I just, you know, they, they put me in my corner, so I'm, I'm going to fight. All right, next question. <laughs> Jesus. All right, man. Uh, all right, sure. Yeah, so your favorite pick is Avatar. I, I think it did a couple of interesting things well. Like, uh, one of my favorite parts is when he first pops into, like, the blue body. And he, like, runs his toes in the sand. And, like, you really get that feel that, you know, like, he's, he's missed out on experiences and on really living life for so long mm-hmm. um, before he, he pops into that new body. Um, and I think the action is, is pretty interesting. I still don't understand how those floating waterfalls work, but it doesn't matter. Oh, like the floating, yeah. the floating mountains and all that? Yeah, because like, the water falls, right? Yeah. And then there's more water on top that continues to fall. Where's that water coming from? 
hey man, I don't make the world. I just watch the movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I got you. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, but after you get past that one good part, the movie is pretty average. What one opinion. good part? Please tell me. Literally, I mean, <laughs> all right. So I feel like Avatar is a really like it's a dumb movie. It's a, a dumb movie. It's a, wait, let me finish. You told yeah. me twenty minutes. All right. <laughs> I feel like it's a dumb movie, right? That's saved by the technology and the action. Like if it was literally, if you made that same storyline about a guy who was a paraplegic and he suddenly, like, gets prosthetic legs so he could join some other group. And the movie plays out exactly the same way. It would be boring. It would be one note. It would feel completely unoriginal. But because it's like 3D everything and they're on a distant planet, you kind of get caught up in all that and you forget that the movie really isn't all that impressive. Yeah. Like from a movie standpoint, you know? They spent way too long trying to make it look good and make the 3D like super badass. Yeah. And they didn't pay any attention to the plot or the casting. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. the casting. So the only the only casting you guys are poking holes at is Sam Worthington. Is there anybody? That's else literally the main character. Yeah, last time I checked, there's a bunch of characters on screen. You know, secondary, tertiary. Right, well, go on from there. I mean, come I, on, I now say, we talk about the casting here. You don't talk about one person. Who was that? Uh, his commander, the general guy that had scars on his face for no yeah, reason. I forgot his name, but he's he's pretty dope. I like him. Um, in the movie, he's a little. Like, you know, he's a stereotypical bad guy. He's like, oh, I'm aggressive and I love the army or the Marines and I love I mean, fighting. I mean, that's just how it is in the real world. You know what I'm saying? You got unobtainium. That thing is worth $20 million a kilo. You don't think he's getting paid? You think, you think he's getting paid like regular world money to be out there right now getting clawed at by giant-ass monsters and shot at with arrows like we're back in the 1800s? No, he's not out there for that much money. He's out there for that twenty million a kilo. So you know what? Hell yeah, it's gonna be hard ass. Cause you know why? He wants to survive and collect that paycheck. Continue. All right. <laughs> that you convinced me, man. That definitely made it a much better film. Did I really? No. Okay. You didn't. But, uh, <laughs> but all right. Um, you have any closing thoughts on on Avatar? Yeah, or, closing thoughts not, actually not means something. Nope. <laughs> I'll go with this. Favorite. Yeah. I didn't like the movie. You did not. I give it a s- five out of ten. Out of ten, it is yeah. not a five. It's I definitely refuse, a five out of ten. Please believe that it is not a five. Max seven. Okay, max. Seven. For reference, IMDb gave it a seven point eight, um, based on like a million reviews. It looks like eighty-two um, percent Rotten Tomatoes. That's pathetic. <laughs> That's pathetic. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you ask me, I think I would probably give it, um, I'd probably split the difference with y'all, 6 or 6.5 or something like that. Um, I think it's worth looking at and worth watching, but I don't think it's, you know, it's, it's nothing new. Uh, fun fact though, Avengers Endgame is re-releasing with new content just in a last minute Cash attempt grab. to beat Avatar at Ca- the box office. Cash grab, okay, yeah. um, <clears throat> You only see maybe a max of five minutes throughout that whole three-hour tenure of a film of different content. You guys are literally watching the exact same movie. Yeah. Cash, uh, grab. Uh, all right. I stand by that. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> My point being that like ten years, like what, ten years in the future, it's still the highest-grossing movie of all time. Yep. And Endgame, which is like probably the most ambitious movie ever, um, is still trying its its best to beat Avatar. So. 
it has a legacy. It, it's you know, it, it has its place in, in movie history. Yes. Also, so. I I can also make the argument. You over here talking about CGI to make a boy. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. All right. Yeah, so we're done with Avatar, dude. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so, going to you. Yeah. You want to yeah. do it? What's up? You want to do yours? Yeah, you're supposed to go you first. Go to anyway. Inception? Yeah. You're supposed to go first yeah. anyway. Let's go. Yeah. So yeah, my my favorite film um is Inception, and the reason why I picked that right is because all right, he's already <laughs> yawning over here. But <laughs> yeah, Yawn. I picked Inception because like I, I feel like it's a very high concept film. It's original. You don't really see a lot of interesting original filmmaking anymore. And we kind of like picked on Avatar a little bit for reminding us of everything else and I didn't get that feeling when I looked at uh, Inception and in fact other movies had a change after Inception was made like um, the, the pivotal like hallway scene where they were twisting or whatever they uh, I think First Class was planning on doing something quite similar and had to change because Christopher Nolan and his team had already you know broken the seal on that type of, of, of visual effect and uh, everything from the music the way uh, one of the interesting things about Inception is that there's a song that plays throughout the film and in dramatic scenes um, in which they're deeper in the dream world, which, by the way, I didn't explain this movie at all, and I'll do that in a second. But when they're deeper in their dream worlds, like, you can hear the song playing, and it's the same song throughout the film. It just, the song lapses or it, it dilates with the time um, that's being depicted on the, on the screen. So I just love how everything connects. All the characters are interesting. It's a heist film. Heist films are pretty dope, um, you know, just like all the Oceans films. and Even the most recent stuff. Ocean film. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't have any comment on that. But I didn't even see it, but from what I heard, not very many people did. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, Inception is just, it's just a great film. Good action, great acting, high concept. It did. And people were talking about it for ages, like trying to dissect its deeper meanings and trying to figure out the, the twist at the end. What's the deeper meaning? Please explain. I, I would I would love to. After I explain to our listeners what Inception even is, like if, if you somehow don't know, it came out in 2010, starred Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's, it's literally about a, a corporate spy who uses, um, he sneaks into people's dreams in order to steal information. Uh, however, he's hired to do the exact opposite and implant an idea uh, in someone's dream and of course there's you know peril and all these trials and tribulations that he and his team have to work through to achieve their goal and um, but yeah I think Inception like it it goes through a lot of different themes like it kind of talks about like what uh, a parent is willing to do um, for their children Uh, it kind of goes into uh, the depths of of, um, grief and your ability to accept your mistakes and move past them because um, part of the reason why they're in so much trouble throughout the film is because of his guilt over um, what he did with his wife and the fact that uh, his wife ended up killing herself based on um, what they used to do, like with the dream hopping and all that other stuff. Um, I mean, aside from that, there's probably other stuff that <laughs> I can't think off the top of my head right now. But I mean, honestly, I think it's a solid choice. And Christopher Nolan is dope. He's one of the, probably one of the most consistent directors out right now aside from like Spielberg and Ben Affleck Adam Sandler <laughs> Adam Sandler is consistent I will agree with you he's, he's putting out movies on Netflix like every month yeah he's consistently not good but I'm, you know I'm, I think I'm gonna watch that new one because I like him with Jennifer Aniston they work well she's together. hot that murder mystery yeah Jennifer yeah. stop it <laughs> 
I'll be I'll be there for her. But um, but yeah, yeah. What are what are y'all's uh, thoughts? Are our viewers awake yet? After that long spill, <laughs> you, you literally <laughs> talked for thirty minutes <laughs> about about lame ass after you missed. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, what's up? Um, I tried to uh, okay. what's it called? I did my best to watch Inception before I came up in here. And let's just say I failed. So um, I'm just gonna really take a uh, step back from this. If anything, I'll let my uh, coworker slash acquaintance uh, Avery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they call me ASAP on the streets. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'll like, hand it over to uh, Avery. But before I do go, um, when I did first try to watch the movie, <laughs> I did fall asleep. I'm just gonna say that I fall asleep. When so was this? When was the, this was it. Uh, I, I would go with 2012. So when you were like you seven. were like twelve, yeah, <laughs> I was I was thirteen at the time, but that's besides the point. Um, so viewers, who all you are out there, um, please do your best to stay away during this whole little thing. You may go uh, safely, safely. Yes. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna start off by saying uh, I actually really enjoyed Inception off the first time I saw it. Um, I, I didn't really catch a deeper meaning. Um, you know, there's a lot of guesses as to what the deeper meaning might be but i've also read a lot of people saying that there is no deeper meaning it's just you have to kill yourself to wake huh? up from the huh. dream or whatever oh wait on a side note did the director ever come out and act and like just put that whole thing to rest or i don't think so no no, no. you're talking about the twist at the end or yeah the, the apparent twist the cliffhanger, I don't know about. the cliffhanger at the end yeah yeah no he never explained it and but he did explain that's part of the experience um you take what you take from the movie and you decide what you think is the more appropriate ending for you. I would just so dumb. Like, I don't like being left on a, on a cliff. You don't like being left on a cliff? No. Um, I'd like to just know what what's done is done. You know, what whatever is, is. And what is not, is not, you know. Sure. I mean. But anyway, <laughs> that's besides the fact. That's, yeah, yeah. that's one of the only things I didn't really understand. But I will say the movie was really good. Uh, obviously... Um, the way that they build up the characters and you feel like empathetic for them, like especially Leo. Um, like he's literally a criminal and the entire movie is you rooting for a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's not often that a movie isn't like that. So it's yeah. good that they were able to build it up in a way that he seems like he's doing the right thing, but he's also a bad guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that, part of like his journey too is like, like I said already, he's made decisions that have led to him being um, a fugitive of the U.S. Like he can't come back into the country. He can never see his children again unless he's successful here. His wife is now dead. Like all his decisions have have led to to who he is as a character today. Like when you watch the film, yeah. and it helps develop him throughout the movie. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, but you, we were talking about the ending and this guy like asleep apparently but yawn but what are your thoughts like do you think he was awake <clears throat> Zachary was not but do you no, think Leo's no, character wasn't. was awake at the end I, I think so I <laughs> and I don't really have any reasoning why it just looks like <laughs> yeah. his little spinny thing is slowing down yeah the totem the totem yeah. I think his totem was slowing down right and I think he's there yeah, yeah. I, I was reading some stuff online. So I thought the same thing, or at least that's the ending I chose. But I was reading stuff online, and one of the theories is like, in his memories, you never get to see his kid's face. 
So that's like one of the visual cues that he's awake. Mm. And another one is that uh, when he's in the dream world, he doesn't wear his ring. Um, and so they were saying that the the top is actually Maul's totem, if you remember. That's her totem. Right. And so he he holds on to it, but his totem would have had to have been something different. He already explained it needs to be something unique to you. Um, so they think it's his wedding ring. And in the end, he's wearing it. So they think that means he's awake, mm. which I think, to, which I find pretty interesting. I mean, or it, could be, or it could be just a bad play on uh, props. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he should have had his wedding ring on the whole time. Okay, maybe they just miss some cues or whatever. Point being, boring film. I don't think your opinion matters, mister. I didn't see it. I will say going off of that, (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio, he doesn't speak any lick of Italian. Wait. (laughs) So here we go again, talking about Sam Warrington. And here we go, the main man of the film, Inception, can't even speak a lick of Italian. And now, why is that relevant? And get this. And get this. He's not even. He's not related to Leonardo da Vinci either. Exactly. <laughs> he is a fraud. He's a fraud. Okay. He's a fraud. He's won yeah. one Academy Award, a Grammy, whatever. I don't. I don't. How oh, long Grammy? did it take him to get that award? Yeah, for the Revenant. The Revenant was so boring. No, wait, 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 wait. Stop, wait, wait, stop, why, why stop. We, wait, wait, wait. We're judging Inception based off of a film he did in the future. And the fact that he's not related to a man named Leonardo da Vinci, and the "duh" is not even the same. Uh-huh. It's not. It's D A Vinci, um, and then D I Caprio. Like that's not even the same thing. I'm just um, saying, viewers, these are relevant things. And did you see his hair? His hair is flawless in that. Anyway, movie. Tom Hardy uh-huh. is flawless in that. Movie. Tom Joseph Hardy's Gordon's flawless like, in every hey, movie. Hey, exactly. Hey. That's what helps make it a complete movie. Who's he got? Huh? Sam Worthington. So How about and then, Zoe Salada? Zoe You don't even know her name. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Is it <laughs> Salada? Right? Zoe Saldana. Yeah, Saldana. She was doing what she could do. Uh, and that's it. You know what? Let's take a moment to uh, give thanks to James here in regards to making a strong female character. Is Zoe. What's the last name? All right. So let's move on to. <laughs> let's move on to. To the, the the next, you know what? That is a good point too. Why wasn't she the leader? Like, why is it positive? Because she's a woman. Like, they're really talking about. No, you wait, know, hold on. She became, she became the leader at the end. What the what the hell? When you have a tribe, a patriarch and a matriarch. Okay, dad died. Mom on the way out. Okay, you got this dude saying warranty about to pull up, and then you got Zoe. Zoe Saldana. There we go. Okay. <laughs> She's about to lead the tribe. Thank you. That is how you make a strong female lead. Take heed, um, future developers. Take heed. Okay. Tragic hero lost her dad. This man got speared. Okay. Through the chest. No, and you're done. Head. We're done talking yeah. about Avatar. <laughs> yeah, like. talking about Avatar. <laughs> All right. I think I think everyone needs to be done talking about Avatar, and that includes you, Mr. Cameron, sir. Please stop making Avatar. Films. Hey man, bring him out by the boatload. All right. Okay. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get it done. Okay, Safley, introduce your yeah, movie man. of choice. What's your pick? So lame ass movie. I really picked probably the best movie ever Wrong. made. Oh man. Ever. <laughs> I I picked the Dark Knight. Another Batman. Christopher Nolan film, just okay. showing how good of a director he is. Yeah, don't forget about James. Christopher Cameron. Nolan is hands down the greatest director of the 21st century. Really? Wow. Wait, can you name some films that he's uh, made? Please, I'm just curious. Actually, Inception. Okay. Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. 
uh, Interstellar. <laughs> Interstellar was really that, good. You want to talk about boring? Okay. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Another great high concept film. That's what I'm saying, man. Like this guy's original films are just like they're they've never been done before. They're super interesting. You see things that that you see him take risks that other films wouldn't take these okay. days. Like everything's a fucking sequel or a remake. Right. Except for Christopher Nolan films. Oh, yeah. With the ex- with the exception of the Dark Knight. Are you, are you looking at Chris Nolan films? You talking about he's like the top. He also has the, the Prestige. Yes, it's a good. Mo- have you seen the Prestige? I've seen every Christopher Nolan film by the way, except for his very first one. What's Man that? of Steel. He didn't direct that. He, he was he, he was, was a, a part of it. Yeah, allegedly. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> What's Prestige about? The Prestige is the movie about uh, two magicians battling for dominance and like. Oh, didn't they have that England. one dude? Didn't they have a Wolverine? Now? Wolverine versus the man that becomes Batman a few years later yeah. in the really? Dark Knight. Oh, films. Okay, yeah, I yeah. think I remember that vaguely. Also has Michael Caine in it, by the way. Yes, and it also has uh, Scarlett Johansson. So Black Widow. Yes, in there. Oh, she yeah, she was. She was one of the wives of. Uh, I think Christian Bale was married, and he had a uh, mistress. And I think she was the mistress. Okay. What and then we also do? forgot about Dunkirk. He also directed Dunkirk. Dunkirk I definitely was... didn't see that movie. Um, I wasn't meaning to. It's a fabulous yeah. movie. You it's should a watch great it. film. It's never a little, got a, never yeah. got a chance. I find it a little confusing because like the time skip stuff, but I yeah. think it's a solid film. After a right. Also has Tom Hardy and Michael Caine. He, yes. He likes his favorite actors. Um, and he's making a new film with the new Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And uh, the black guy from uh, Black Klansman. I can't remember. Oh, Denzel's son. That is Andre 3000. That is Denzel Washington's son. He is on the up and up. Um, just saying. Uh, got an Oscar. From and where you're cut off. Okay. Uh, we right. still have not talked about The Dark Knight Rises. Right, please hurry up. <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises? Oh, Dark Knight. Oh, sorry, like, just The Dark Knight. I'm talking about <laughs> Yeah. That All right. Let's see. I'm on a tech film. So, for those listeners that have not seen The Dark Knight, it so is hands down the best interpretation of the Joker ever to be done. Heath Ledger is an absolute maniac in this movie. He embodies exactly what the Joker should be and a very realistic version of him. This man is reading from a computer. And I'm literally not. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks yeah. for that. Well, yeah. I'm done now. Oh, Denzel Washington's son's name was John Washington, by the way. John David Washington. Is the this guy man, that, that man will be the next. Denzel, mark my words. Thank you. Who gives a fuck? Wow. All right. It's a very bold prediction. Denzel's son, the Oscar award winner, will be the next Denzel Washington. All right, cool. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about the Dark Knight. Aside the fighting from, like, scenes are... Okay. Uh, <laughs> the fighting scenes are what? <laughs> are bad. Like, what is the man doing? Like, he got his arms behind his head, all right, like he's under arrest and hitting people with the elbows. Like, what is this, man? And then this man is attacking dogs Peter, where are you? Animal cruelty at its best in this film. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, you I have mean, the worst arguments <laughs> against this movie already. Yeah, you're you're okay. Um, but honestly, I'll have to like I was gonna say I don't have anything bad about this movie except and then right before you jumped in, but I'll, I'll have to piggyback off of that. Like the the fighting. So Christopher Nolan's films are, are great, and he's a he's really like an artistic director, and so I think he kind of falters a little bit at the action scenes like uh batman's fighting like he like zach already described is is just arm flailing he's literally just flailing his arms wildly and 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 these professional mobsters are just like "Ah," they're just falling apart but are they professional are they professional though he fights a city full of mobsters like a legitimate city full of like the the most corrupt city as it's described in the films 
full of bad guys, and every single one of them can't see his elbows coming. Like, at least the new Batman is, like, flipping and using his gadgets in the middle yeah, of the man. fight. That's so dumb. Ben Affleck is arguably a better Batman. Ben Affleck is no longer Batman. But that doesn't matter. So... He still played Batman. Did we, are we not going to act like this man didn't run down these these low-down common thugs? All right? Like we see in the Dark Knight. Is it Dark Knight? Yeah. Like, and we saw how cool the effects were. This man ran him down. That's how Batman should do. Not arm failing flailing or whatever you know what i'm saying yeah. none of that nonsense okay and, and, and then you know something else <laughs> ben affleck also we're not talking about ben affleck yeah. no one's talking about ben affleck you, no one you, yeah we're gonna have to curb your tangents because <laughs> if you don't stop him he will go um but fun fact about the fighting style it's called uh the casey fight method and uh it's actually the same fighting style that they use in jack reacher so i think it's much better done in jack reacher um so if you guys haven't seen that movie, y'all should check that out. <laughs> yeah, should, y'all should check that out. Jack Reacher is definitely a um, a brutal film. This man clobbered somebody over the head with a giant rock. We're going off on these tangents. Yeah, saying, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's relevant. I'll allow it. Yeah, this It's a fun fact, but I think like with the costume and the limitations of like him not wanting to use CGI too much and stuff. Yeah. it's like he's trying to use this fight method that seems realistic. Uh, but you know he's in a big ass rubber suit, so he's just like Kia, and the bad guy's like, oh, he got me. You know? Yeah, and I think that shows very often. Yeah, yeah. I think in the Dark Knight, he's also like starting to build up like his gadget inventory because like you really see it in the Dark Knight Rises. So I didn't really see a whole <laughs> lot. I was like, can we go on a quick tangent on the Dark Knight Rises? Like when he's fighting Bane, I like so I love the the dramatic weight of that scene, but the same thing we're talking about the the weird fighting. It's fucking hilarious. Like he's he's like, huh, huh, and Bane is just like whooping his ass, and he's like, smoke bomb. And he like just starts throwing random shit yeah. and gets his back broken by the end of it. And to me, I find that hilarious. Like I don't know something about that. Just somewhere deep down, it's super funny to me that like an old Batman is just swinging his arms and throwing shit at this yeah. young powerful guy, and then ends up with his back broken. And he's like, oh okay, he got me. Oh, I just like how grounded they keep the entire trilogy and yeah, yeah. and how realistic everything is. Yeah, it's not uh, off the wall or anything like that. No, yeah, it's a very solid trilogy. Like, like I always consider Nolan's film trilogy, like the Batman films, I don't consider them superhero films. Like, those are crime thrillers yeah. featuring a guy dressed like a bat. Yeah. You know, they're not anything near like the Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Batman, or even the 90s Batman to me, at least. Like, it's... Very grounded in in reality and what that would look like, you know. So without him, like, th- there's no the Lazarus Pit isn't real, you know. In these films, it's he just kind of hangs from a rope and you yeah. know, and you know shit like that. Uh, there's you know, uh, what is it? There's no Ace Chemicals, you know, or whatever. It's yeah. The Joker's literally just obsessed with gunpowder and yeah. fire. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. And no that, magical elements. No nothing too crazy. This uh, representation of Joker is an example. Of how the Joker should be moving forward, show how much of a mastermind that the Joker is, even though he is a clown, literally and a fool at the same time. You know what I'm saying? This man put everybody on their on their heels. All mm. right, ran down on the commissioner, the judge. Uh, who else did he run down on? I literally saw yesterday. That that uh, money launderer dude. The money launderer dude. That's one of my favorite scenes when he like burns the money burns and the he's money. like. Like criminals are missing the point. You're like they're doing it all for the money, and it's all about fucking shit up. Like, and then this that's, man, that scene is deep. This man issued a citywide threat to the whole, uh, to all of the uh, hospitals and 
literally just walks in as a nurse and just what does he do? He just what uh, makes fun of and intimidates Harvey Dent. You know what I'm saying? Because he did off his wife or his soon to be wife. You know, so it's really a, a good representation of what he is in the comic books. A uh, mastermind that is uh, usually can be one step ahead of everybody else that's trying to come after him. I, I wouldn't say he intimidated Harvey Dent. I think he just made sure the corruption was complete because his whole, the whole point was to take Harvey Dent from like this Boy Scout golden boy mm-hmm. and make him just as bad and dirty as, as the Joker is. Because uh, if you remember, like he recognizes the Joker and he's like ready to kill him. Like mm-hmm. He has a gun ready. He's like, yeah, let's go. And uh, Joker convinces him, like, hey, no, don't kill me. Kill the people who, like, propagate this stupid system that ended up killing your wife. Even though it was the Joker that, that did it. Exactly. I don't like, know why yeah. he didn't pull that trick. Yeah, he's but. like, hey, take the man down. You know, fuck the system. And Harvey Dent's like, you're right, man. The system sucks. Even though, I, I, he was the, even though he was the system and a man at the same time. Yeah, the district attorney was like, yeah, the system's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, I think that, that just goes to show, like, how skill the Joker was at manipulating people. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And, and that scene where uh, he blows up the hospital, um, another fun fact, that scene... That wasn't was actually, planned. Yeah, that was ad or yeah, ad-libbed, I guess. No, improvised. Yeah, improvised. Yeah, he did all that, you know what right. I'm saying, just to show how crazy the Joker really is. Yeah, his uh, his timing was off, and the buildings didn't did, like explode when they were supposed to, so that's Heath Ledger literally like dropping his hands in exasperation. And then when it goes off, he like, you know, playfully jumps in the bus and yeah, it just perfectly illustrates the Joker as a character. And, and it kind of just shows how good Heath Ledger was in, 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 in maintaining his, his role there. Like RIP breaking it. Yeah. Oh man. The greatest, greatest role. I really think he would have been a part of like the next movie. If he would have stayed alive, dark Knight rises would have been so much better. Yeah. I think I, I agree. Like he, there's no way they kept him alive. Not to bring him back in. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most, most dead. And uh, so we definitely all missed out um, with, with Heath Ledger's unfortunate passing right right before the Dark Knight released. Um, but, yeah, yeah. That, I think the Dark Knight is probably the most, uh, like, respected film out of the three we picked. Um, I think it's high, It's rated the highest. Do I need to and, make an argument? Why was I it 94 on Rotten Tomatoes? 94%? Oh, Which is an entire twelve percent more than Avatar. No big deal. Do I need to make an <laughs> no argument why deal. Avatar is a more respected film? And like, on IMDb, uh, The Dark Knight is a, a solid nine point one. Nine point. Well, I got nine point oh here. Oh, nine point oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's the year Heath Ledger won literally every award <laughs> for everything. Yeah. I think he won like Employee of the Month at Denny's. You know, like, yeah. for his role <laughs> as the Joker. Like, <laughs> like that man. Like after people saw this movie, they were just like, what? And, uh, and I'm, I think it broke a billion. I think it was the first Batman to break a billion dollars. So Well deserved. Yeah. 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 Probably the last Batman to break a billion. <laughs> no, I think no, so. I don't, I don't think Batman so. Batman versus Superman definitely did. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, did it? Oh, no, no. No, Batman versus Superman might have. I think it. But it's I, not I, was, I, was going off the I was going off of Robert Pattinson. No. Pattinson? Pattinson. Pattinson. He ain't doing it. Well, I'm just saying, I, I think he might. No, absolutely not. You don't think so? He is absolute trash. When they dropped the trailer, if he's like legit... I think it, I don't think it would break a billion, but I think uh, it would do it would do better than seven hundred million. This cannot be an old Batman, and this cannot be a young Batman. This has to be I'm going with twenty five plus Batman. Yeah, they're calling him. Uh, they're saying from what I read, it's like year one Batman. So it's like right after he returns from his training, and it's like he he gets his suit, kind of like where Batman Begins kind mm-hmm. of started. 
but it's more akin to the comic books. So um, they'll, they'll be more closely adapting the, the graphic novel, Batman Year One, than Batman Begins did. Nice. Um, so that'll be interesting. And there's supposed to be like six villains, which six, makes me a little bit nervous. Villains. That's what they did with the, the Amazing Spider-Man. So it's flopped. Be, so it's about yeah. to be a hush. But see, I feel like more villains equals more not good. But remember, <laughs> that was Sony not partnered with Marvel. Now we got Sony partnered with Marvel. And they're doing pretty good right now. Yeah, but either way, more than like maybe two or three villains is kind of I hectic, mean, kind of pointless. I mean, you got some pretty good, uh, what's it called, villain groups in the comic books that can easily translate to These the are film. comic books. This I mean, is an hour and a half movie. Well, like in the films, it's unproven so far. Like wait, more yeah. villains is not But then again, what about uh, Infinity War? How many villains was in that movie? Thanos. Thanos. Thanos and his what? And his, his henchmen. But okay, henchmen okay, 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 then. So yeah. about, so That's like saying there's 50 billion in Batman billion. The Dark Knight. Stop it. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Your arguments okay. are terrible. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, you had... Th- uh, Ma- oh, look, you had... Yeah, all right, you work on that one. But something else that was interesting about the Nolan films, since we're talking about villains, is that I always liked that they had a main villain and, like, a secret secondary villain. You know, in the first film, Scarecrow was in all the posters he and in all the trailers. He was the villain. But when you watch it, Ra's al Ghul is, is the guy pulling the strings. And in Dark Knight, like the Joker is the main villain. And they keep like leading up to Harvey Dent. And I kept thinking, man, oh, he's going to be dope in Batman 3. But you actually get Two-Face by, before the movie's over. And then in Dark Knight Rises, which is probably the worst example, is when uh, they pull out Tali al Ghul um, yeah. as pulling the strings behind Bane. Which, that, w- you know, that would never happen to Batman. Him getting just stabbed like that. Well, I mean, even in the comics, Batman's greatest weakness, like his kryptonite, is women. So, well, yeah, but this man gets shot at, laser beamed at, blown up, tossed around like a rag doll. Still gets back up. This man gets stabbed by some some pocket knife. <laughs> like, come on now. Oh yeah, can we talk about that? His suit, by the way. Like, Look, yeah, his, like he got like he brought up the dog thing. Like this is fucking Batman. He's like, oh, a Rottweiler. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that was that. Upset me. I'll be honest with you. I was really bothered by that. And then, and then he like murdered him. I think. Did he yeah, just like he, kick he, him off the building? He threw him off the. <laughs> I mean, come like, on. They were just doing what they were trained. They're not the bad guys here. I don't know. I mean, I I get it. Like you know, they explained it in the beginning of the film. His suit is lighter, um, and therefore it's not as durable. And they, and I think they even uh, so. foreshadow it. All right, he's like, will it work against? I think he literally asks, will it work against dogs? And they say, oh, it'll be fine against cats. And then at the end, he literally gets attacked by dogs. No. There you go. Um, yeah. But yeah, that still bothers me. I still don't like that. It's Batman, man. It's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ben Affleck's suit, I can almost guarantee, can uh, withstand dogs. Because he was I mean, still he super got tossed big. by Superman. Yeah, was so. like, ah, I got a cramp. Yep, see that? So, so, yeah. I'm trying to tell you. I don't like hey, that, Batman. Hey, man, did Christopher Nolan and by chance run down Superman and almost kill him? No. Zimmerman? Superman. Oh. No, not Zimmerman. Christopher Superman. Nolan? What's, who's the bad How about Christian now? Bale? It's Christian Bale. That's his name. Mm, all over the place. Um, <laughs> did, Chris, did, did Christian Bale um, run down Superman? He, was, he wasn't in the movies. Exactly. He wasn't in the movies. Ben oh, Affleck. that was your point. I thought he was just wow. super not <laughs> informed on the films we were talking about. Ben Affleck ran down Superman, so therefore he's kind of a better Batman. He's a more advanced Batman. He's a, he's a not bat- a realistic Batman. Batman's a... The whole point of the Chris, Christopher Nolan films was to have a realistic Batman. 
this new CGI metal Batman that metal bat, bat, that Ben CGI. Affleck made like there was no CGI involved in that. That was pure. What? That was you tell me he was wearing a hundred pound metal suit. Did you see this man train for the film? Yes, yes, it was. Did you see Christian Bale train for the film? Did you see Christian Bale get outsmarted smarted by a clown? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. He locked ben, him up. Ben, ben Affleck literally ran down Superman, almost killed him, and had wasn't was pivotal, pivotal in a battle against Doomsday. Who? Who was pivotal? Batman. No, wrong. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say anything. About you, it, yeah. I'm just gonna leave that. Well, that's yeah, a that's a that's, talk that's for another a time. Hope for no another episode. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so let's just go ahead and just wrap this up. So in, a, in a nutshell, you've got the uh, the hyper-successful um, franchise starting, but otherwise average Avatar as, as Zach's pick. Jesus Christ. And then, uh, <laughs> for me, I had the artistic lead yeah, but apparently too slow or yeah, too confusing or too I'm complicated. right now. Inception, which was the greatest film of all time. What? And uh, with the greatest ensemble cast. No. And also, uh, Avery came in with uh, The Dark Knight, which is probably the che- the cheapest pick you could have possibly made. This man is over here talking about Heath Ledger. How about Jared Leto's Joker? All right. We're gonna we're we're not going to touch that one. We don't have time for that right now. Are you sure we don't have time? Because I got time. I, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that 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 is it, I guess. Right? Cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, what, you guys have any parting thoughts? Like, not about Avatar. Please yeah, don't Avatar. talk for ten minutes about Avatar. <laughs> but you have any last minute parting thoughts for? Our Stand listeners? by next time when uh, Spider Man comes out. When I will give my thoughtful insight on the film. What? Yeah, Spider Man Far From Home is the next big like superhero film coming out, so that'll be fun to talk about. Um, you could expect us all to check that out as soon as possible, and then and then bring you our thoughts. Um, but but yeah, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. What about you, Avery? What you got, man? This was fun. It was. It was pretty fun. It's uh, we usually don't have time like this to talk at work, you know, because like oh, yeah, yeah, and then something happens and we're like oh, we have to like be professionals now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's kind of fun just to hear and ramble for a little while. Um, yeah. So I'd like to thank all you guys for for listening with us. Um, if if you like what you heard, then uh, just hit that subscribe button um, and join us next time. We'll be looking at Spider-Man Far From Home. We'll be looking at other movies. We'll be um, talking about more of our favorites and more of the ones we hate the most. And uh, None. <laughs> the none. Right, including, including the none. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so join us next time. All right, and thanks for listening.